Hello! Hello! Oh, it's so nice to see, like, actual recording stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Versus what was happening, like, ten minutes ago. Yeah, I've been trying to record in studio, um, but it wasn't working, unfortunately. So now we're using Antonella's computer, so... While wearing masks, so it's just, like, an interesting audio interesting quality. Interesting yeah. Yeah, so it's already... Sorry for little muffles... By the way, I'm Emma. I'm Antonella. And this is More Than Meets the Eye. And we're here to help you see the world through a more aesthetically pleasing lens. Okay, we're going to do... You're going to sit... Am I speaking to... Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to okay. sit from the, okay. on the side. Because I'm not... Mm-hmm. Got to project under yeah. the mask. Okay. So, our podcast, um, if this is your first time tuning in, if you're a long-time listener... If you're just like, I don't know, we'll get into this later, but we have some interesting stories about looking into our listening data, like listeners' data, and it was just, like, fun. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, my God. Um, There's so many, like, random little pockets of listeners. I'm just curious, like, how did you find us? I know. What is your story? I was looking into it last night and i like, found some more really interesting stuff that i'm like excited don't to. we have like or should we like we'll save this for later we'll save it for later okay uh, <laughs> but basically our podcast is we call it an aesthetics podcast because we talk about aesthetics um we can talk about like the history of an aesthetic what goes into it so like the fashion the music like the vibe in general you know uh, the attitude mm-hmm. um just kind of like we kind of bend the expectations of what an aesthetic is yeah we just like to talk about things that we like basically yeah. at the end of it oh and we're back this is season yeah. four episode one so exciting yay we're back at bu yeah we are we're actually in boston which it was really fun doing like our quarantine summer yes, podcast that was cute because i feel like yeah. we got to we had like well we had more clothes we did at that we had point, more clothes. which is nice like experiment i did bring like most of my closet to school this year though i was like no holding back <laughs> i have a single set Ooh. yeah i mean you do too yeah but i didn't bring enough <laughs> that's okay um we can go shopping yeah <laughs> that's the spirit so, why don't you tell us what our first aesthetic of our fourth season is? Yes, okay, so we'll, we, we will be talking about emo, emo culture, emo style. Emo music. Yes. Um, All of that. Like, hot topic, like, you yeah. know the, the vibe. So, Antonella, tell me about, like, what your experience mm-hmm. with emo has been. Like, has it ever really affected you? I've never, like, I've always liked the music and I think I had like an emo music phase but I don't think I was like an emo kid or like was a part of emo culture ever because that would require me to be dressing in a certain way and I just never caught on to that for sure kind of trend why am I talking when I'm across yeah you're like moving away (laughs) um sorry guys we're like yeah it was never because I feel like yeah, like, I liked it. It was a casual listener for a lot of, like, these emo bands and stuff, but I was never, like, a stan, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is, if you don't, if you're not familiar with that word, it's, like, a beyond a fan, like, someone who's dedicated to, like, the band and, like, you know, what they do in the whole, you know, culture and they follow them around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, and also I feel like a lot of emo fashion also like low-key y2k which was kind of how i was already dressing like as it, a child you yeah know? it was almost like 
what was going out of YT like when we yeah. got out of YTK kind of what happened next yeah emo, so. so like it was like a little mixture I was definitely like a tomboy quote-unquote so like I, I guess yeah. like there were some like leanings there when I was a little kid but I wouldn't I ever say it was an emo kid you yeah, know? yeah that's yeah. a specific like brand of, of child like I think also when like emo was really like like everyone like there was like the community of emo was like in like middle schools and high yeah. schools like that was just a little bit before our time you're right like we were in elementary school probably when that was happening mm-hmm. it was like a little bit late 2000s like mid 2000s like to late 2000s I, I would say it really took off mainstream wise in like 2002 and then like the years after that right and we just weren't in high school or middle school then so we were like a little disconnected I feel like I feel like I would like see that kind of stuff on tv and think it was so cool but like mm. not be a part of it um but yeah, what about you? How what was your experience with emo? Yeah, so I think it's pretty similar to yours. I think um one like a lot of like the like you were saying the emo music, like I never really I didn't even really have a phase. It just like when that like era of music, so like all the pop music that was happening then cuz that's like almost like late Britney Spears too, you know. Yeah. So it's like happening at the same time as that all of that was like really influential on me when I was yes. like young because of like kids bop and like that was when my cousins who were older were all like around the right age to be really into like the pop music and I also like had one cousin I can think of um who was like definitely emo but it's funny because I wouldn't until like doing research I would never have like categorized her as that mm-hmm. because like I know her and you know she's more than just like a thing but um <laughs> Yeah, but I, like, she, I, like, totally looked up to her when I was little, um, you know, as you do with, like, older cousins, right. but she totally, like, she had, like, the swept bangs, like, all throughout, when she was in high school, she wore, like, the emo outfit, she wasn't, like, extreme, like, she didn't have, like, black hair, she didn't ever wear makeup, mm-hmm. um, but she definitely, like, had, like, the basic look and, like, listened to all the emo music, too, I just, like, didn't really, it was more of, like, the, the less mainstream emo music, too, so it was, like, more, like, Real like I don't know like deep like okay. gritty emo um, but yeah I definitely like it was never anything I like necessarily subscribed to mm-hmm. or like lived as like through expression but like growing up it was like such a much larger part of my life than I knew I guess I think it all like influenced us a little bit oh yeah I mean also there was like even though we're saying it's mostly like. 2000s i feel like it was also like a bit of an offshoot oh, yeah. when we were getting older too so like i think it changed yeah but it definitely there was an offshoot yes i remember having friends in middle school who was like yeah or friends who i was friends with in middle school and then in high school were like oh i was so emo in middle school <laughs> yeah yeah, like, yeah. Oh, i didn't even notice you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe it wasn't as like pronounced in like the stereotypical emo kid but yeah. i think it was still there when we were like in middle school yeah Anybody who listened to like My Chemical Romance, yeah, <laughs> like technically, or Green Day was like technically Fallout Boy. Like yeah, there was like a lot of Fallout Boy fans yeah. at that time. But that's definitely more like the pop parts of emo. Yeah, pop that's punk. That's not like Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, or, like Blink One Eighty Two. Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, was like a little popular. Yeah, we don't. That's like a confusing kind of mm-hmm. like it like it edges on like kind of pop punk or like t- a blank 182 yeah. but it's also like it could be considered emo maybe it is emo yeah yeah okay. definitely emo all right so let's talk about the history, the history. of emo okay so, well history of like emo music i guess and i feel like this is one of those episodes where we like talk about the music a lot because it like coincides directly 
And that's where with, it, like, came from. Yeah. You know, like, there's definitely a huge fashion element. Yeah. There's a huge, like, culture element. But most of it comes from the emergence of the music. Right. I think it's interesting that, like, it actually began in the 80s, yeah. like, way earlier than I realized. But I think, you know how we're saying, like, in the early 2000s to, like, when we were in middle school, like, you know, changed? Yeah. I can't imagine what it was like when it started, because it must have been, like, so different, mm-hmm. you know? Well, I think it's, it's like, generally kind of, like, and considered, like, the outcast. So I think there's mm. always been, like, that kind of character and culture, like, that kind mm. of style and culture it was also so underground in the 80s so it was like even though it like definitely was a thing it was like not on like unless you were like a music person it probably wasn't on your radar right yeah no it's not like on the radio like fallout boy or something yeah 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 exactly (laughs) um yeah yeah so it started in like the mid 80s and all throughout the 90s it was like definitely emerging as like a music genre but was never kind of, like, the music genre Mm -hmm. until, like, my, what I researched said the summer of 2002 was when it, like, hit the mainstream. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, there was, like, a lot of bands popping up who were doing, like, the emo sound, Mm -hmm. you could say. Like, like, like early, like, Weezer stuff was, like, more emo. And, like, there was Blink-182, like we were just saying. Um... Let me just... The older band? Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, what's his name? Jimmy oh, Eat World? Jimmy Eat World, yeah. They were, like, earlier, and, like, definitely, like... There's also, like, two parts of emo fashion. Like, the early emo fashion, like, when Weezer and, like, Jimmy Eat World were bigger. Yes. It was not as, like... There wasn't as much emphasis as, like, on, like, gothic elements, which is, like, when it picked up in the early 2000s that's when it was really like like the famous like sideswept like jet black hair that's like when that became yeah it became more of like a cliche and like a like embellished like full look but i think mm. at this point it's more just like kids who like wore dark clothes and listened to like alternative yeah music for the most part it was also almost preppy i saw like geek shit shit yeah geek chic geek, geek chic <laughs> geek chic sorry um geek chic Mm-hmm. Um, was, like, the original, but, like, it quickly kind of went into, like, the right. darker colors. Yeah, it's a little bit, like, kind of the Britpop looks that we were talking about. Definitely came from there, yeah. yeah. like, kind of, like, normcore a little bit. Yeah. Just, like, some random, like, because, like, the, all the, the band members were just random dude and, yeah. like, nothing, like, fancy or anything, yeah. you know. I think, um, like, I mean, if you look at Weezer in the 90s, like, that's kind of the look. <laughs> just Maybe like, like t-shirt and plain jeans. Plain white tees a little bit, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. So Transition. Also, well, a big part of like the music, like what defines emo is like what happens in the music. So it comes from like post-punk, post-hardcore, rock. Um, and it like, even like in more contemporary emo music, you can hear that there's like a real punk kind of like driving uh sound like mm-hmm. in terms of instrumentalization but it like has this big emphasize emphasis on emotional expression um like a lot of people were a lot of notes were saying that like um 
you know, it's, like, almost confessional kind of lyrics, you know, they really, like, put their hearts on their sleeves, but it was, like, also this really, like, kind of, like, hardcore-sounding music. Yeah, so, um, like, the, the key element is, like, the angsty lyrics. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Over melodic choruses. Yeah. And just, like, heavy guitars. Like, yeah. that's just, like, encapsulates it. <laughs> exactly. I also thought it was interesting. I didn't know Screamo came from Emo. Like, it actually, yeah. it wasn't just, like, they named it because it was, like, similar. It was, like, literally, Scream out Screamo emo. is emo music, except for they're screaming. Yeah, they just, like, it's put up a level. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, the the next step is, like, to just scream. Yeah. Instead of being, like, um, my heart hurts. Like, my heart hurts. Yeah. That was so You got nice. it. <laughs> like, it actually could be a song. I think you're on to something. My heart hurts. <laughs> you want to join my emo band? We could be an emo band, like, I'm like that. Yeah, right now yeah. in our flannels. Yeah. I mean, they're a little too matchy-matchy right now, maybe. But that's good, right? We want to seem cool. We can't be, like, matching. We can match a little bit. We're in a band. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Um. Okay. Oh, I also thought it was interesting that uh, oh, two. One note is interesting, and another note is funny because like we. T- I feel like we talk about fan culture sometimes. Um, but it's also like nowadays fan culture is like a really big thing, and I was reading something about like how emo kind of like had this relationship between artists and their fans, and like it's obviously not the first time that happened, but it, like I thought it was interesting that emo of all things like had that. You know. I think yeah, and I think that the fan culture is like a key part of like what emo like like what listening to emo music was and especially maybe not early on but i think like when it gets to like the 2000s like you had like those like really kind of more popular bands who had like cult followings you could call it mcr MCR. and i think i mean like had a lot of it had to do with like the relatable lyric that just spoke to your like inner angst and stuff and um and, like, a lot of just, like, fangirl culture. For sure. And... Except for fangirl from boy, because it was, like, kind of universally. That's true. That's very true, yeah. Um, um, and then a funny thing that I read was that, um, you know Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys? Yeah. <laughs> Some people consider that the first emo album. Well, which is, I just think it's so funny, but what were you going to say? Because, I mean, when I was, like, looking at it, I was doing research, it was like, okay, so, like, pop punk kind of, like, first emerged, and then, like, it turned like her emo was kind of happening simultaneously with it and like beach boys were listed and i was like okay like where is the beach boys fall into They're all of this i'm yeah. like i'm very they confused but, like multiple sources were like bringing up the beach boys i'm like okay like well because don't get it if you actually listen to like especially the b-sides of um yeah i'll be honest i'm not like listening to the beach boys so like my oh. perception is very like oh you should listen to pet sounds pet sounds okay. is like that's like one of like the greatest albums of all time um anyways what was i saying oh yeah the the b-sides especially on pet sounds like the lyrics are really interesting um i'm trying to think of one song in particular let me look it up you ad lib ad libbing ad libbing um it's about emo say something about emo what uh i said ad lib and your brain was like blank my (laughs) brain is going blank right now um it's okay this can be edited out okay please edit this out <laughs> uh, oh there's a song on pet sounds called i just wasn't made for these times mm, and it sounds like, very existential it is <laughs> and like the lyrics are really interesting he talks about like 
he literally talks about like getting so angry at people and it's like whoa like that like it is kind of dark like deep i don't know like it has the same essence of emo lyrics okay yeah i mean it's definitely just like that's that kind of style is emerging at that point and like it just gets even more i guess yeah maybe maybe punk is like just yeah yeah i mean also just like the a lot of these bands had like very or at least in the mid 2000s had like more developed like good concept albums and like mm. there's kind of storylines that were happening especially with like mcr who is like yeah a lot their albums had like storylines simultaneously like with the the music that i, I think like they developed along with like the the fan culture and like they kind of built like the fan universe yeah. that a lot of these bands had which just like emphasized the the stan hmm. culture yeah and just the the cult following of it for sure um, for sure um okay any more notes on like the history um no okay so we want to talk about fashion sure we kind of touched on like early fashion yeah yeah but like the the more like typical like emo kid Mm. look which i mean like dyed hair is almost necessary if you want to be like legit emo yeah you gotta have that black jet black hair or even just like colored dyed dye too yeah I, like i i think like nowadays colored dye is more popular yeah well nowadays it's funny because i feel like it was definitely something if you had dyed hair like like a little like a few years ago you maybe like were considered a little like weird or like mm. you're like the alternative girl oh, or something sure. but now yeah. it's like everybody has their like has access and like is dying their hair like yeah. on their own like i think it's funny too. like yeah in middle not school. even like subtly like oh i'm gonna go blonde like no yeah. people are going like red like green yeah people are just like i want green hair now yeah they go for it and that's like yes i think like ebo and ero kind of helped emo go from like like this like i mean it's different outcasted yeah into like more of a mainstream thing yeah well it's definitely like it evolved i think emo evolved into ebo e-girl like the style is there like the it's a little bit different but yeah it's like slightly more like you it's know, more hip hop looking, yeah, but like almost it have like more of the silhouettes of today. Yeah, whereas like during the emo era, like the silhouettes were very different. Well, yeah, let's talk about like the silhouettes, just like skinny jeans, like low, low, jeans. low, yeah, yeah low rise skinny jeans, which I don't own, so I couldn't wear them. I but like, <laughs> I'm fake, but and like also like tight t shirts too. So just yeah. very like the silhouette was totally different. I would say like almost opposite now i feel like everything's yeah. a little bit more like flowy or just like like high-waisted um cropped kind yeah of looks also like a mix between like like emo was almost just like full tight fit you yeah know? Whereas, like nowadays it's more like you have an element of looseness yes and that like kind of like balances it emo is almost like i also feel like it's fair to say like maybe emo is almost intentionally so like unbalanced um, in the sense that, like, you had the big hair, but then you had all the tight-fitting clothes. Maybe that's a balance, but I don't know, like, because mm-hmm. I definitely, like, like, I'm kind of vibing with what I'm wearing now, but I know when I was a kid, like, I wasn't always, like, vibing with what, like, people who, like, kind of yeah. had an emo look were wearing, just because it wasn't my style, so. Well, I think it was very, like, I don't, I don't know, most of the, it was, it's a pretty simple outfit for the most part. It's, like, yeah. usually just, like, a t-shirt and skinny jeans or, like, like a band t-shirt specifically. Yeah. So, like, 
It's not if you don't. And ripped jeans don't hurt. Yeah, it's a little little spice. The ripped jeans. Actually, I remember my cousin who like was kind of emo, like always having ripped jeans, and like I always wanted ripped jeans because she had ripped jeans. Um, and my mom was like so against ripped jeans. <laughs> um, when she was like, "No, why would you ripped jeans? Like, just have normal <laughs> jeans." But... I didn't like wear jeans when I was a kid. I just uh, was like anti jeans. I only wore jeans because my cousin like had like. <laughs> Her email look was so influential on me. So I literally would wear, like, jeans and t-shirt everywhere. <laughs> but I would wear flowy t-shirts. Fair. So, like, flowy t-shirts. And another important aspect, shoes. Like, Converse, Vans, mm. like, sneakers. I mean, Doc Martens, too, I think, as well. You know what? Like, almost... Yeah, definitely Doc Martens. It's almost, like, skater clothes. But, like, tight yeah. fit. Like, everything's, like, skating definitely. clothes that you couldn't really skate in. Yeah, you, yeah, I don't think you could, you could like, maybe mosh in these clothes. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. could skate in them, per se. I'm so loud. Um, <laughs> sorry, I no, you're making fine. it peak. Is it, um, are people re- recording in that room as well? Like, I think they have podcast? their radio show. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and just, um, let me see. Like, studded belts, I feel like, too. Studs. I mean, jewelry is also yeah. another important part. Like, body piercings. Are well, like... hey, we both have a cartilage. Yeah. We have two cartilage piercings now, so we kind of, like. Where our body jewelry is. Yeah. I want to get a nose ring, too. If only I had mm-hmm. it now. I know. Would have been perfect for yeah. the look. Would have completed it. Um, I just think anything you buy at Hot Topic. I mean, Hot Topic I now, <laughs> like, has evolved into, like, a bit more than that. But, like, yeah. I think. Maybe, like, five years ago, Hot Topic was solely mm. for, like, emo kids yeah. and just, like, buying band merch yeah, yeah. and also, other weird things. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of piercings, if I can go back to piercings mm-hmm. real quick, um, like, stuff like eyebrow piercings was really big for, like, emo. Yeah. Uh, like, lip piercings, too. And then, like, gauges were, like, a really big emo thing. That's, like, something... Not that many people do anymore. That was yeah, that never. Thing. I don't. That never really like, caught on. Like I didn't ever really like. It didn't go emo. beyond like the emo, emo yeah. look, which whereas like other piercings did, and like dyeing your hair mm. is like more common now. But like gauges are still kind of like considered like oh like you're yeah. kind of a little different. Two cousins of like two cousins from like different sides yeah. of my family from the emo era. One of the ones I've mentioned already, and they both like had gauges at one point in their life oh wow yeah. i mean your ears don't really go back when you stretch them though which is interesting over a certain size okay yeah if you go over like i've heard it's like the thickness of a pencil then it won't go back but if you go if you keep like under the thickness of a pencil it's fine but neither of them went over that okay yeah. okay i i don't know if i would get gauges like i, don't I, think, I think i would i don't think it's my style yeah but i don't like my parents are like so like it's awful and i like don't feel that way so I think I think I had like a poor view of them when I was younger because like oh like why would you want to do that to your ear yeah. but like I think they're cute I just want to be able to like change my earrings yeah, is the yeah, thing yeah. that's what I like to do. Um, um, other oh uh, also in terms of like if you're the kind of emo that like goes for makeup which a lot of a lot do but like there's definitely like a subculture of it that doesn't um yeah like thick dark. Like, you remember, like, how in the early 2000s, like, the rimmed, like, bottom line, like, or just, like, the rimmed, like, yeah. dark eye makeup was always big. Or, like, I went for, like, a super thick, like, wing plus, like, the underline. Like, that's, like, yes. a good, like, emo, like, Yeah, yeah, makeup. heavy heavy eyeliner. I wouldn't... Heavy I, eye makeup. I wouldn't say, like, I, I can't make any other 
notes about makeup because I think generally it's just like heavy, heavy I think eyes. it's well pale if you yeah. can if you are like have a lighter skin tone and you want to go pale that's like something to like emphasize the eyes but like if you're not lighter yeah. than like just like dark uh, eyeliner. A lot of like I feel like a lot of emo music videos the the lighting and stuff makes their skin look so white mm. in a lot of them which I think is interesting because I guess that was just like the the look at the time which is yeah. very whereas now like having more of a tan is is in style um i think also unfortunately like most emo icons were like not people of color so like there weren't many like options for if you were not like pale yeah that's for sure yeah i mean all like the the big emo icons emo bands were white yeah so like pretty much it makes sense um, why that would be the style yeah. also i would say like checkered print like randomly like i think had a moment in like emo culture like checkered yeah. belts i think yeah, even yeah, like yeah, those too. checkered vans kind of yeah. like no i remember like, being a that. kid and like those checkered belts were really popular yes mm-hmm. i don't know why i specifically really remembered that but like those yeah. checkered belts had a moment like mid 2000s yeah. um i just remember these great pants like amazing pants that i bought when i was like nine or something and i love them and i only wore them a few times but they were so like crazy and wacky this is like a totally random <laughs> tangent but you like i'm like so proud of nine-year-old emma for just like buying those pants they were crazy i wish she wore them more what, they were what did they look like i can't really tell you i remember but they were black and white and like some crazy pattern like maybe kind of psychedelic maybe okay. kind of emo-ish like like not not super emo mostly like kind of psychedelic mm-hmm. i don't know but it was very like of the time period and like I'll never find a pair of pants like that again. Emma, uh, I know, but they wouldn't fit me either. <laughs> For nine-year-old Emma. Yeah, I don't. It's okay. Um, okay. Wristbands, I feel like. Also, yeah. Which goes into like more of like the fan culture thing, where it's like you don't take off your wristband from the yeah. the concert you went to like a month ago. Like you yeah, keep but, it on. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's. Or, like, a wristband from anything. You just yeah. wouldn't take it off. Like you just leave it on your wrist. I think it started from like stage. having. It started from having concert, concert yeah. wristbands, but also just, like, having other ones. I think there was a point where I did come to school with, like, like a, like an arm full mm-hmm. of, like, wristbands and, like, random, like, bands, I think. Well, those rubber the wristbands rubber used to be ones. really popular. They would just be, like, handed out at, like, any moment yeah. of the school day. Like, any kind of fundraiser, people would just make... People they would just, like, stack them up on their wrist. Just make them. And yeah. I'm, like, I think, like, I, like, lost circulation. Like, it just would, like, oh be so tight. Like, all of those wristbands, like, going up your arm. Um, That's so funny. Like, they weren't even, like, they would be, like, you know, breast cancer awareness wristband. Yeah. Like, I didn't even, I wasn't even, well, I just put it on it was, for like, fun. You got it if you were in the club, too. So, yeah. it was, like, the more clubs you were in, the more wristbands you earned. You look cool. Like, yeah. Um. Also, beanies. How could we forget? Oh, yeah. Like a black beanie is like a really oh, yeah. classic look. Remember when beanies went mainstream and everyone was like, beanies? <laughs> <laughs> there really was a point where like beanies were very like, discussed. Yeah. Like, when we I were like know. 13. Yeah. But before that, they were like pretty much an emo thing. Mm-hmm. Which is so good. Well, I think like 2013 was like kind of like a, its own indie pop punk kind of thing happening, mm. which is why like. I think some more things went, like, mainstream. Yeah, more emo. Like, you had, like, The Neighborhood and The Arctic Monkeys happening. So like, Or, like, The the Arctic Monkeys, like, biggest album at that point. um, Or most popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of, like, hit the radio. Was that 2013? That was, yeah, that was 2013. Like, so many albums came out that year that were, like... We said 13 or 15? 13. 
I didn't. I thought it was 2015. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess also 2015 had a lot of stuff too happening. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? What was you gonna say? I don't know what I was gonna say. Um, beanie. Oh, hair. Hair. Also, like, I this is something I found funny when I was doing my hair, which I like have like these crazy weird bang like multiple multi-layer bang thing going on which i'm basically i'm just growing out part of my bang mm-hmm. so it looks really crazy but i was able to do like a cool bang thing for this but like the rest of my hair is very not layered and like if you want that like emo look with like almost like, like the fried ends kind of look you know what i mean like you need it like so layered yeah you should have like a very very like big chopped up like yeah. upper part of your head and then just like very like straight just like thinner like hair coming down yeah just like a few like pieces so it looks so like it's super layered it's super jarring but to like get it kind of like super dramatic too but in a cool way i mean that's like the most like emphasize exaggerated look like obviously not everybody was was doing that i think Mm. i like i did subconsciously always wear like a side part i think that was influenced by that i thought it like looked really cool if i had like some like hair in front of my face like yeah a little bit cringy, um, but I did I did wear a side part at that point. Um, I think it's something cringy because now middle parts are so popular. Yeah, like, I didn't even like realize there was like a whole middle part discourse kind of happening. But like, I remembered. I remember when that happened too. <laughs> there's like a transition, but I don't even know like when everyone decided the the side was, part like, was gone. But early high school. Yeah. Like 2015, 2016. That's fair. Yeah. I remember, well, because people started bringing the 70s thing back, where they had, a, like, the big middle part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but at first it didn't really take off as much, but then it's, like, slowly been, like, yeah. making its way I, back. like, can't, now I, like, don't know how to wear a side part anymore. Like, I don't, how did mm-hmm. I do it? it I know I'm doing now, it now, but yeah. I feel like it always looks weird. Really? That's so funny. Um, I feel like you often have side parts. Okay, maybe I do. I have, like, a subtle side part. I don't have, like, ever have an extreme mm, mm-hmm, mm. extreme side part. I think the nap, I don't know, this is random. Um, okay. It's okay, we love, this is more <laughs> than me I'm pretty sure our listeners are used yeah. to random conversations. Yeah. Oh, so we talk about more than meets the eye, not just what meets exactly. the eye. Exactly. You got it. So you know our life <laughs> stories now. Um, okay. Music? So, music. Very yeah. important part of all of this. Yes. And is there any, like, band you want to specific, specifically get into? Specific shout-out? Actually, when I got to music, even though music is, like, the most important part, mm-hmm. I kind of was just like, oh, I'm going to write down all these band names. And mm-hmm. then I was like, that's it. <laughs> well, I think it was interesting to see, like, what Sorry. bands were considered emo. Like, sometimes yeah. I didn't even – I was like, okay, like, um, I don't know. I saw, like – well, MCR. Good, yeah, MCR definitely, I think, is, like, to me, is, like, quintessential of, like, at least our time. That's my chemical romance. Yeah. You're not a child of the emo age. Yeah. My chemical romance is MCR. Yes. And they, let me just, hold on, let me, like, get some cold, hard information before I start. Okay, well, I can talk about, I can just, like, throw out some other names. Um, This one came, this band came from emo era, but it's kind of, like, like grown with the times panic at the disco because when they first started they were definitely like an emo they were popular among the emo crowd but like slowly became like just kind of a pop rock group right and are they even a group like i think it's hilarious that like it's still considered a band when it's like one dude now yeah it's just brandon yuri like 
Wait, what happened to the rest of them? I have no idea. I oh. was never a follower of, like, um, Panic of the Disco. I know there was, like, some stuff that went down, oh, and sure. everyone, like, left. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but it's just, it's just one guy now, and but he's still, like, is called, a, like, a group. He's still, yeah. like, is considered but a group. But he's also Brendan Urie. That's so yeah. funny. I remember yeah. when kids used to be, like, Brendan Urie, like, every day in middle school, and I was like, can we stop I talking know. about Brendan Urie? He's definitely, like, like our generation though like he wasn't yeah. like before like emo like pre i mean like i think hmm, i would say that like gerard way of mcr was like kind of the predecessor is that is it before predecessor yeah, predecessor. predecessor of brandon kind yeah. of and like he was one of the the first like emo like lead singer icon type Him people and- and Billy Joe Armstrong. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, of course. Also Green Day. Yeah. Um, Billy Joe Armstrong was also just a name that I heard, like, a little bit before Brendan Urie, but just, like, all the time. Like, everyone. And I remember asking my mom who Billy Joe Armstrong was when I was really little, and she was like, he's a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, they say. I really, cool I really love listening to Green Day as, like, a child. Like, as, a, like, a five-year-old, I really liked Green Day. Yeah. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I've like always disliked Green, Green Day. Like what? I have nothing against. Obviously, I think Billy Joe Armstrong. I know. Obviously, I think Billy Joe Armstrong is a cool guy. I have a lot of respect for the band, but I've just never liked like listening to their music. Okay, Other than fair. like the ones that I listened to like as a child, like uh, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. You yeah, know, like classic. Any like, like holiday or something. Really big ones like. I know those, and I will jam to those. But like in general, like, our sixth grade um like move or graduation ceremony song was that that Green Day song. Do you remember? Yeah, which Green Day song is that? Uh, that was not that bad. I thought it was kind of corny. It, but... It's super corny. The one with like a fork in the road. Yeah, another turning point. A fork oh, stuck in, in the road. road. Okay, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like no one asked. Okay. Um, I know. That's so funny. But, but Boulevard of Broken Dreams was great. Yeah. No, I also, I, my little emotional five-year-old, six-year-old self Whoa. was jamming. Um, like, literally, I have no idea what this song was called. Just look up lyrics. Like, you do that. that. Oh, I didn't like 121 Guns. Oh yeah. One twenty one times. I didn't like that song. I think that was the first time I was like, I don't think I like Green Day. <laughs> Not for me. Um another turn. Another great um Point. spot of radio silence for you all. <laughs> time of your life. Oh, something unpredictable. I hope you have the time of your life. <laughs> Beautiful singing voices. Yeah. Yay. Okay. okay. So, I still respect, like, the Green Day look. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, the music is, like, not my thing. It's just not my thing, that's all. It really, respect. like, I feel like they've kind of you know, faded away at this point. Like, I don't. Yeah, they have. They really, like, I haven't, like, thought about Green well, Day in so long. And it, yeah. like, struck. It just I just realized that now. I'm like, wow. They, like. They gone. Like, we have kids like around our age. Billy Joe Armstrong. Oh really? He's like yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Like obviously, like he's not gonna be. They're not gonna be like, talked about now. But like, I think it's funny they really didn't like. Well, they. I think they're also like going to exist 
like be known forever in the world because they have yeah. like literally a Broadway musical. Well, that too is really interesting. They have a a whole musical like yeah. about like just written by them. Yeah, and like the, all the music is written yeah. by them. Um, American Idiot. I've yeah. actually never seen it though, but yeah. I I know like all the there was like an interesting sector of like emo and theater kids. I feel like at our high school that like oh, were a, obsessed with that. I think it was also the era. Like I think because. This is something about emo is that it's so theatrical. Like, it's kind of over the top. Well, that's what's, like, yeah, interesting about, like, MCR's albums. It's very, like, or at least, like, their albums, like, became, like, very, like, theatrical, like, kind of opera almost Mm. with, like, like, album concepts and stuff. Like, I think a lot of bands are to follow that idea and, like, create these, like, very, like, intricate worlds of an album. That is, though, that is, like, the second generation of mainstream emo, though. Because, like, the first generation is, like, Blink-182 and, like, um, kind of My Chemical Romance. Mm-hmm. Probably more, like, uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, Nickelback, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, like, some, the stuff, uh, All American Rejects. Like, that was kind of, like, more, like, I think I was interested to find that All American Rejects were considered, like, emo, but I guess it makes sense. I, I always, like, considered it more, like, pop punk, but... Well, that's what I think, like, the first generation of, like, mainstream emo was yeah. more pop punk. And then mainstream emo became more, like, theatrical. Yeah, and, like, v- like heavily, like, angsty, yeah. like, darker sounding. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure. I think that's why it's, like, almost confusing because it's, like, there's almost, like, two sets of emo. Yeah. Um, do we want to, like, play any music or? I would, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, do you want to start? Sure. Um, okay, I'm debating... So, I think I'll actually play MCR because I've talked about that. Yeah, I also, like, don't really know that many. I don't, like, I've never listened to MCR, like, on mm-hmm. my own. So, like, I think we should throw an MCR song in there. Okay. I just don't know what's on. Right, right. Okay, let's play. This isn't one isn't that popular, but, okay. Give him hell, kid. That was um, Give Him Hell Kid by um, My Chemical Romance from their 2004 album Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, which I feel like was the start of like their their like break into the mainstream mm. was that album. And then their, the one after that, um, Black Parade, was like even bigger. Yeah. Um, you know what's funny? And I think this like makes sense. You know how like when you first listen to, like, original punk music, it's, like, almost not as hardcore as you thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's, like, kind of, like, a little funky. Yeah. Like, there is, there's some, like, more stripped-down guitar It's very stripped-down, yeah. Yeah. I feel like emo is, like, what you expect, but emo is also, like, punk pushed so far to the extreme that it, like, is almost ridiculous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it makes... Them. it's like a perfect evolution yeah of it like a direct evolution yeah um and let's see i can go with my first song um so one of my brother's favorite bands when we were growing up is an awful awful band okay <laughs> but their songs 
like I'm gonna say the name and you're like, oh my god. Their songs were like I did grow up with them, so like I know them all, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Nickelback. Um Oh, okay. <laughs> so Nickelback is a band. Um, but this is my personal favorite Nickelback song. It's also just super like it's like emo in the fact that it makes you like feel existential. <laughs> like it's it's great. But it's classic, you'll probably if you don't like recognize it by the name, it's Saving Me by Nickelback. Um, you're gonna probably recognize it when you hear it. Okay. Do you recognize the name right now? No. Okay. I've actually never listened to Nickelback, so this will be interesting. I feel like you heard this like on the radio. I probably have is the thing. Okay, here we go. The vocals for reason just like crack me up. Like I don't know, it just reminds oh, me yeah. so specifically of just like, uh, like these like ty- like these like I don't know like, it's like my childhood, but like also yeah. not like yeah, this yeah. Is something that people listen to, but like I didn't listen to. Well, it was also like the kind of like I love that this is the memory I have of like walking around Coles in East yeah. Tocket and like Nickelback playing in yeah. Coles. Like, well, that's what it is. It just reminds me of like very like suburban like long island for some reason because that's where emo really thrives yeah like well like mcr is from new jersey yeah um taking back sundays from long island like there was just like a very interesting like pocket of like east coast Ah. suburban band i think the what's the word not mentality but like mentality in like the emotional sense like Oh, there's a specific word I'm thinking of. But anyway, um, shout it out if you're listening. Not that I'm going to hear you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, like, the emotional mentality of emo, like, has something that comes from, deri- it's, like, derived from growing up in the suburbs. You know, like, if you grow up in the city, like, there's different challenges, but, like, so you won't have, like, a, the same experience. But especially if you grow up in, like, a sleepy suburb, you know, there's going to mm-hmm. be that part of you that is, like, this is so constricting you're like i like have yeah. all these emotions and nowhere to like use them you know and i think emo music kind of encapsulates that. for sure definitely like that suburban sadness yeah yeah suburban <laughs> sadness um okay do you have another song um okay while she's doing that i'm just gonna like name a bunch of emo bands if you ever felt like going oh also i just want to say my cousin kayla who i was talking about who like was probably like kind of an emo kid when I was growing up also like Nickelback and like my brother liked Nickelback and Kayla liked Nickelback and they were like the only two people who liked Nickelback and everyone else was like why do you like them and they were like we like Nickelback <laughs> I think it's so <laughs> it funny such a power move um oh wait we should just play some we could play all-time low I feel like we didn't oh, talk I was about gonna them. do an all-time low okay. oh no no not an all-time low song I was gonna do a all-american all all-american rejects I like really genuinely liked all-american rejects <laughs> like there was like a point of it like I I genuinely oh, it's, was... it's more like a nostalgia factor yes, yes, yes. where it's like oh my god I feel like I'm a high schooler in 2007 and I'm when like super angsty when I was seven years old because I mean of course when you're seven you want to like be in high school so like it definitely like 
coincided with that, I you also know? Think in the early 2000s, there was such this desire to be in high school. Like, culture was, like, thriving in high school. I mean, school. it could just be our perspective. Oh, for but, sure. But, like, I feel like there was, sure. just, there was, like, so many, like, high school movies where I was, like, I want to I wanna be that. And, or, like, like, me seeing my cousin in high school when I was seven, too, was, like, I was, like, I want that. Right. You know, I want to be in high school. Um. Okay. Which, yeah, then high school turned out to be high school. So yeah. special. I know. Not, so, not like the movies. No. See, here's some random emo bands. We said Weezer. SNL is looking for a good all-time low song. I think I'm going to play the most popular one. I'm fake. Okay. Okay. The All-American Rejects, Avenged Sevenfold. They're, they're like, uh, kind of verging out. Like, they kind of led to metal, Avenged Sevenfold. Um, I know my cousin was really into them. Nickelback, like I played. Mayday Parade. That's like... Along the lines of MCR and doesn't get mentioned as much. Mm, okay. The Killers were kind of emo. I was like, yeah, emo. I was thinking about that. Like, Killers, I guess, can be considered. I feel like they... They were early, they were alt-rock, but they were also yeah. emo. Yeah. Also, like, Good Charlotte, too. Yeah, I would consider Good Charlotte pretty much just emo. They were, yeah. like, of the right era. Yeah. Uh, Green Day, Evanescence, you know that, <laughs> that song? Wake me up inside! Yeah. <laughs> that was um, Evanescence, and that's, like... Like, literally the pinnacle of emo. Okay. That's what I always thought as a child. I'm like, oh my god, like, that song, like, that yeah. that video, like, they're so emo. Should be in the Hot Topic. Yeah, yeah, like, I thought that was so, like, crazy. I don't know. It is. Um, it's also, much, like, it, it's quintessential. Yeah, yeah, quintessential, you could say. I thought they brought up, like, Plain White Tees as being... Plain White Tees. Yeah. They, well, like... Like, the... Hey There, Delilah. I was like, okay. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a very emotional song, for sure. I, I would consider them emo Yeah. Music. Um, I would, like, too. Like, alt-rock... But pretty much, especially because of the, the era they're from, you know, when 2013 hit, like, alt-rock, I feel like, really branched off from emo. But before right. then, it was like, there was kind of a blend, especially with some a band like Plain White Tees. Um, 30 Seconds to Mars, Blink-182, like we said, Paramore. Yeah, Paramore. What's that her was name from Paramore? Hayley Williams. Yes. I mean, like, she was, like, one of the first, like, big, like, breakout. Mm-hmm like emo stars especially like with her look and stuff mm, was like hair. very like so so important yeah like like her and like avril lavigne were like probably like the like from what i remember the first like alternative like icon was like very punk though like she was maybe emo but i feel like her her lyrics weren't like maybe complicated it yeah but like I, yeah. girlfriend or like I know that was very like pop y sounding yeah. to me, like pop punk sounding. Yeah, but I think her her yeah. look was she had yeah, like kind of the dyed yeah. hair, yeah. like heavy makeup look. Yeah, and I wanted her. to be her. Me too. Is the thing. So. Um her and like Hannah Montana at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Like simultaneously. <laughs> yeah. And Fallout voices. Okay. Mm-hmm. You gotta Okay. I'm gonna play an all time low song. They're definitely the Yeah, I'm gonna okay. play Dear Maria Count Me In, because that's like the classic <clears throat> I got your picture I'm coming with you dear Maria come me in there's a story at the bottom of this bottle and I'm the pen so they're definitely more of like an emo pop pop punk evolution i would say i mean they they be- were 
I would say their first gen though. There's there they began in two thousand three, but their I, first mainstream. Yeah, gen. but I feel like they also their career kind of did evolve into the more like two thousand tens like emo pop sound okay. or more pop sound. Maybe later. I felt like they were around the same time as All American Rejects. So yeah, no, they're they're definitely the same era, but I think their career like continued past the more. Ooh. Emo, emo sound. Hopping across the pond. We forgot to mention that also emo is, like, very, like, U.S.-centric. Like, when it first started, and especially in these mainstream eras, like, it was very, like, within the U.S. Um, and... Versus, like, Britpop that we were talking yeah. about. Which is interesting. Like, there, it's an interesting duality, yeah. like... There's definitely emo in the U.K., though. I guess just, like, when you, like, search emo, I think it's something that more, like, the Brits use... But it comes from the U.S., you know? Yeah, well, I know that, like, MCR was, like, very popular in the U.K., but, mm-hmm. like, I don't think they've never, like, had their own emo band come up. Yeah. And Other be than, that well, popular. I was going to say, even though they're technically Britpop, um, The Verve, like, definitely has. Oh. Like, Bittersweet Symphony was, like, played all the time as a kid. That's you true. Because it's a bittersweet <laughs> Symphony, that's life. Okay, anyways. Um, okay, my second song? Yes. So I'm gonna do All American Rejects, which I think it's funny because on Spotify, they're the All American Rejects, but when have you ever heard anyone call them the All American, the All American Rejects? Rejects? Like, it's just All American Rejects, right? You're right. Am I wrong? You're right. So this song actually used to kind of haunt me as a kid. Yeah, actually, emo was, like, as I was, like, going through emo, I realized that, like, all this stuff kind of freaked me out as a kid. Mm. But, like, now, like, I, other than reminding me of one that used to freak me out, like, it doesn't bother me. Because there's a lot of, like, kind of death-related imagery in emo. Like, you know, like, angels and, like, sometimes they'll put, like, you know, like, yeah. stuff like that in. And it's also, like, talks about really emotional stuff. So I think, like, sometimes it kind of freaks me out as a kid. It's a little, a little scary. Yeah. A little freaky. A little dark. And, like, people, like, kind of... Emo fashion is a little scary, you know? Yeah. All right. So anyways, this song, like, used to, like, send shivers down my spine mm. as a kid. But now it's, like, I get that it's, like, really appealing. It's Move Along by All American Rejects. message too like even when your hope is gone like move mm-hmm. along like that does kind of like hit also the music video had like a like he dressed up as like a doctor at one point in the hospital and i was like oh my god they have cancer for like no reason my brain immediately went cancer and so like it freaked me out. i like scared you even more yeah um what was i gonna say no i think that also like especially like the song is making me think about like the vocals of like emo songs are so particular and important because like yes. there's just like that very like kind of like nasally a little bit like definitely nasally yeah a little maybe like a brattiness to it also like very raw too. yeah like angry and it's almost like that guy too like you can really hear it in his voice but you hear it a lot it's like almost like you're singing with a fake british accent but like 
like it's funny like it's i definitely like i think you're right before in saying it kind of like comes from Britpop because like there's definitely like they're trying almost to sound like british people mm, okay i feel like almost it's like a, an exaggeration of like a nasally tone yeah or it could be like but and like british people tend to be really nasally okay that's my um, thought but i could be wrong i feel like also just like having like that lead that very like distinct lead vocalist mm. in a band was so important like yeah like Haley williams for paramore and gerard way for mcr like billy joe armstrong yeah it was such a, i can't believe we didn't play a green day song they're like so iconic yeah though. we did yeah. but you don't like them so <laughs> i like boulevard of broken dreams I walked the only, <laughs> the only. Okay, I'm gonna play that song scared me as a child, but I really? listened to it. For some reason, that song didn't bother me. Yeah. I liked it, but I was like scared of it. Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Day. I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. Yeah. That was music. But I think it's interesting to talk about the way that, like, now, like, how emo music is present with, like, emo rap. So, such an interesting, like, Whoa. evolution of, I like, mean, emo like, music. No, yeah, go for it. I, I'm like... I mean, well, like, I think it... There's definitely, like, elements that are different to it, but, like, the same, like, kind of melodic guitar sounds and angsty lyrics, but mm-hmm. now over a trap beat. And, like, more rapping involved. Like, I would say, like, like Juice World's um, Lucid Dreams. Like, that song sounds super emo to me. Like, the melody itself. I just think if you take away the trap beat, add, like, heavy guitars, like, that itself could be. It's an emo song. Yeah. I mean, also just, like, Post Malone sound too, which like heavily, yeah, definitely comes from there, you know. And like, I know all like it's interesting because like he's like a rapper, but I know like a lot of his influences are, were like emo bands and mm. stuff. Like, I think he did like a cover of like, I think I don't know if it was like Hey There Delilah or like some 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 song, song like that. that. I remember that. And like he he's like genuinely like a talented guy, like yeah. Post Malone. Like, I think it's interesting that like he kind of like blended that like sound the emo sound that he i guess he grew up with and yeah. like the more like trap sounds too and like now he's like definitely more like he's evolved like even beyond that to like be even more like radio friendly like rap music um mm. but let's see um and and i think interesting like there's like there's that evolution there's also just like like all those older emo bands have like now become like full-fledged like pop acts or they're like disbanded or something like mm. paramore was like releasing like way more pop radio friendly yeah. stuff like yeah especially sure. like 2013 i think like a little they bit were, more yeah. like indie pop sounds but i, I definitely, definitely like know a handful of their songs because they hit like the mainstream so much right you know? definitely yeah. um also it means you know like little peep I, when you were saying that, I was going to say, do you mean, like, Lil Peep? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, his sound was definitely, I mean, R, I mean, R.I.P. to, like, Lil Peep and Juice World actually. Very yeah. sad. 
And uh, Sex Temptation, who was another person yeah. I thought of when you were describing that. Because I yeah. feel like he's got kind of an emo vibe. No, definitely he's considered emo rap, emo mm. trap sound. I think his is even, like, a more, like, evolved or, like, less derivative of, like, the rock sounds and, like, a little bit more, like, cloud rap sounding mm-hmm. than necessarily emo. Um, but I think like, it all kind of comes from, the, like, angsty, like, heavy place. Yeah. Like, the lyric-wise, like, you know, like, Lil Uzi Vert, like, um... Exo yeah, tour, yeah. yeah, like with the "All My Friends Are Dead," just like yeah, very yeah. like heavy chorus. Um, so it's interesting. No, it is that it like has that much of an impact. Too. Yeah, and especially like I think these last few years, there's been like a lot of like guitars over trap beat sounds mm. recently. That emo trap sound is like very popular right now. Mm-hmm. Or like it's maybe it's like waning a little bit, but like if, like two years ago, I think it was like pretty relevant. Yeah, pretty prevalent. Yeah. And that's just like a direct evolution of the emo sound. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to switch gears to like films and television? Sure. Shows? Yeah. So I was like, caught off guard because I like in my head was like everything I grew up with as a kid like had some kind of emo character in it or like literally was like a show about like emo characters um but like I was searching it up and like Google was like nah that doesn't exist (laughs) or it wanted me to go on the alternative press and I was like no 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 I'm not going to open that um anyways well uh, one of the first like characters I can think of is um Janice Ian from Mean Girls Mm. Um, she definitely kind of like walks the line between like goth and emo, but I feel like she ventures more into like an emo look. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, I think that's a, such a good example because like Mean Girls was like playing very specifically on the stereotypes in high school and yeah. just like playing them up, and she definitely was like meant to be seen as like the emo kid, outcasting yeah. kid. Um, What's well, the only thing is though is that I feel like. What I remember from high school is that, like, emo kids would, like, this sounds so, I feel like this is going to sound, like, so, like, I'm putting people in the categories, which I don't mean to be. I'm just, like, remembering what, like, middle school and high school were like, but I feel like there would be, like, a flock of emo kids, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, it was never, like, one emo kid by themselves. They were all, like, there, like, being emo together, you know? Yeah, that's not, like, a bad thing to say. Okay. (laughs) But Janice is just kind of, like, the only emo kid in the which seems inaccurate. I also remember, like, did you ever watch Ned's Declassified? Yes! Oh, my gosh. There was, like, I mean, they also, like, you know, played around with, like, stereotypes in high yeah. school. But, like, anyways, that was, like, a very popular TV show. That was, like, literally my favorite TV I show. I loved it. It was so, like, genuinely a funny show. Like, <laughs> um, it was pretty popular when we were, like, I don't know, in elementary school, maybe. Yeah. And, um... There, I remember there being, like, these, like, two – it's, like, this emo kid and it's also this emo girl. And, like, one of the episodes was that, like um, – I don't know. It, it, I forget, like, the the premise. But, like, they were talking about, like, how opposites attract or something in science. And then, like, they're – like, these two, like, emo kids met and, like, something, like, happened. Uh-huh. Things exploded. Sorry. I'm blown away because I'm scrolling through photos of Ned's classified <laughs> and literally came, off, came across, like, the most – 
beautiful photo of Corbin Blue in Empty Closet, right? Do you remember this? Oh my god. Look how good he looks. Wait, is this oh the Romeo god. and Juliet episode? Yeah. I remember that. Dude, Corbin Blue. It's okay. Nobody sleeps on him, so King. I don't have to worry about him. Um, High School That's... Musical, there wasn't any emo kids, actually. No, there weren't. I was thinking about that. Just, I'm trying to think of all the typical like, in high school movies. Hannah Montana, I think uh, Lily... Emily Osment's character, mm. her best friend. I think she wasn't emo, but she was like supposed to like verge on it. Like yeah, she was like more like skater girl, like tomboy. Yeah. Like that was her her look, but she wasn't like necessary. That definitely emo. comes from or, yeah. like crosses paths with emo a little bit though. But that's funny. I don't remember that Nancy classified episode. <laughs> I I didn't explain it well, but there was definitely like some oh particular emo oh, kids in that these, show these kids you remember yes yeah. oh my god oh, i really like want to watch it now me it too. was so good um <laughs> but animated shows have a lot too like there was like billy and mandy like we talked about that with goth but like billy and mandy um grim and the grim adventures of billy and mandy like that was yeah. pretty like emo like the most of the characters well mandy was pretty emo um also Danny Phantom. Uh, okay, I put Danny Phantom down, but I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say Buttercup. Okay. From Powerpuff Girls, maybe a little bit. I see uh, it, I see it. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. The girl he, like, is in love with is, is that... so emo. Yes. She's, like, not even, like, goth. She's, like, literally emo. Like, perfect. Um, with the pink hair. Yeah, wait, is that, is that like, a, a famous actress? Um, I think it is. Who is it? I, yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, okay. I don't know what that is. Never mind. <laughs> She's like in a few things. She's on a lot stuff. Um, I'm obsessed with like the soundtrack of that movie, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy movie. Yeah. Um, Donnie Darko is like 90s, but it kind of like is a precursor to like um, emo characters. I feel like this movie doesn't even really have that many emo characters, but, like, 10 Things I Hate About You has the same vibe of, like, early emo, Mm -hmm. kind of. It's a bit late 90s, but... And then, is Lily from Princess Diaries also, like, maybe a little bit emo? Oh, okay. I can see that take. Or her brother, too. Yeah. Her brother's got, like, a Weezer vibe. Yeah. They're all, like, I think also the guy that, that, um... She, the main character liked the movie was like a bit like a Weezer type guy. Like he was like in a band really? or something. Yeah. No, that was, yeah, Michael. Michael. Oh, okay. That Lily's was her brother. brother. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that in a minute. Um, um, and then there definitely was, but I don't remember who it was, but in Sky High, there was like absolutely. Yes. I was just, I was literally like, I was thinking about that immediately. It was the girl who like turned into a guinea pig. Like she had, yeah. like, the, she had like the purple streaks in her hair. I thought she looked so cool. She I, was the coolest. Oh also, okay. The guy in that movie, For Warren sure. Peace, you know who I'm talking about. He had the long hair. He was kind of like this the guy? villain character. Yeah! Um, no. Not that one? Not the, no. one of the bullies? He, he looks kind of emo, though. No, he was, um, he was, he was, like, very good looking. Um, oh. <laughs> Warren Peace? You. Peace. His name was, like, oh. do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That guy with long hair? Long uh. hair. Um... Oh my gosh, what's your name from Victorious? Jade. Jade. Oh, yeah. So That's a really good example. Evil. I feel like, yeah. And then, um, I don't know if she has other ones, but Lindsay Lohan and Freaky Friday 
was like totally like an emo character. Well, I loved her style in that movie, and then like I wanted to like dress like that yeah. as a kid. And she was like in a band in that movie. Yeah. It was such a good movie. Wow, and it was, like, it's I love the music. Like, Makes me want to listen to the music. Fantastic um, movie. Yeah, she wore like I remember she wore like this layered T-shirt look. Like she had this like red long sleeve shirt under a black t-shirt and she would wear like these low-rise jeans and like a thick belt mm-hmm. um, i just like specifically remember that look and her hair would have like these like crazy like stripey was, highlights in it, it was, she was red hair but it was like with these crazy blonde honestly shoes. like that that hairstyle is coming back like now like yeah. I, i'm like looking at it and like i think that like people would would vibe with that now yeah. I never thought that, like, the stripy highlights would make a comeback, but, like, yeah. they are. They're the guy, currently having a moment. Yeah. The guy she likes in Pinky Friday, too, is, like, totally, like, you oh know, he God. looks like he could be in, like, Nickelback or something. <laughs> You're right. So funny. Um, so many good emo characters. I mean, they're just, like, a, a classic trope. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's a huge trope. But also just, like, of that era, like, it's a very... Yeah. Um, Ooh, May from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh yeah, (laughs) totally. Like I think it's funny that they tried to like they like use like the emo trope to like and placed it in that like universe, like their own form of emo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I just heard being like annoyed at everything. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, she had an attitude. I'm also trying to think of like old animated shows that had like. Mm emo characters because they definitely like existed you know mm. I, I don't know I can't think we said Danny Phantom for sure um maybe like this is kind of a stretch but like Kind of like Edit and Gen- Edit and Eddie in general. Mm. Oh no, the girls from Edit and Eddie. Do you remember? I like- actually never watched Edit and Eddie. Oh, okay, listeners, if you watch Edit and Eddie, the girls, like the girl counterparts of Edit and Eddie, who like lived in the trailer park, I- it was a really weird concept. Interesting. Um, okay. At least one of them is like definitely emo. Yeah. Okay. I think that's about it. I've exhausted my list of emo characters. I'm just realizing how many they are, and I, I don't know if like we see them as much anymore in like current movies. Maybe it's yeah. more subtle. Yeah, but when like when we were growing up, it was like really big. Yeah, like it was like specifically that character, and like maybe it was a bit of a caricature yeah. almost, but like it was there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which versus sure. now, I don't really see that anymore. Yeah. Bring it back. Bring back the emo girls. Yeah, but make them more. Like, develop and, like, actually have a story. True. You give them, like, plot points yeah. and stuff. Um, All right. So tell me about what you're wearing. Okay. So I am We just wearing... love our hour and a half long episodes. Okay, I know. That's, like, our thing. Um, So I'm wearing a skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. I wish I had dark colored skinny jeans. I do not. I, I honestly don't own skinny jeans. There was a point in my life where I only owned skinny jeans. but. Same. But that has and evolved. Then it, like, evolved like so. And now I only wear like yeah. huge jeans, yeah. like that I thrift. It was so. like really late high school too that it started to change. Yeah. No, like it was only up until recently, like where yeah. I did only own skinny jeans because yeah. like I just thought they like, were the most flattering thing yeah. ever. But now I'm just like no. I don't. No, <laughs> no, no, thank you. 
Um, that's so funny though, like how that changed. Cause like my, I was so set on like only skinny jeans for the longest time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I've at this point I've gotten rid of most of them, which is like whatever. Like grown out of them. Yeah, yeah. they just like grown out of them. Um, but these are high waisted though. I'm sorry. Um, how dare you? Don't you have all pair of low waisted jeans? What? Don't you have all pair of low jeans? But they're like very wide leg oh uh, so like it would just be a different vibe well except for boot cut jeans were like not a no-no for emo mm. but these were like these like baggy jeans oh okay, like okay, 90s yeah. like i wore them for the brit pop yeah. look but oh yeah 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 because like i think like if it was tight like skinny up until where it went like boot cut that was like sometimes okay yeah that's fine yeah these were like big big pants yeah, yeah, yeah. um and I'm wearing, okay, Which well. Is, it's just so funny because it's such, it's so different from, like, 90s skater, like, Jenko jeans. Yeah, you know? so it's these, like, like, these jeans I'm talking about are a little bit like Jenko jeans. Like, yeah, version yeah. on that, definitely not to the extent or, like, yeah. intensity of that, but, like, they're leaning more on that, so I, that's why I didn't wear them. Um, but, so, yeah. So, skinny jeans. Okay, I'm also, like, okay, we're going to pretend that I'm wearing a band shirt. I just thought this shirt emulated what a band shirt, like, looks like at first glance. It does. It is a musician. It is. Okay, listen. It is a musician. It's, like, my Frank Sinatra shirt. Um, Not exactly appropriate for this, but if you don't read it, it looks like it could be, like, a cool, like, screen-printed band tee. But it's. It's, yeah. yeah, she is Italian and from New York, so we do have to forgive her <laughs> for having a Sinatra shirt. It's true. It's just like a part of like a Who staple. Are, like yeah. it's fine. It's my mother's shirt. Okay. Um, of course. It yeah. Is. <laughs> and I'm also wearing a flannel, classic flannel. Nice. I feel like this could also work for like a grunge look too. Okay, yeah. Um. Who's the one? Yeah. Also like a kind of like 2010s indie pop. Mm. look and um vans would have been ideal converse would have been great but i don't converse have... are ideal are yeah no converse are cooler than vans yeah okay well i don't have either so we're wearing these like black sneakers that i own black colored sneakers and my hair is like parted side swept side swept look side swept we love the sides and that is all emma what are you wearing what am I wearing? What are you wearing? Oh my god, our listeners are going to be like, what are they on? <laughs> oh, we're on the our own oxygen because mm-hmm. we're breathing in the mask. So I, <laughs> I'm going to go top to bottom. So I like, like I was explaining earlier, have like a very interesting layered bang look going on. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? I'm just looking at your outfit. Okay. I'm moving back so I can oh. see the full thing. Yeah, so I, like, totally sideswept my hair. Um, It's not that extreme, but, like, it feels extreme for me because I usually have, like, a stark middle part, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I did, like, really thick, a little bit of cat eye, and, like, full rim makeup. It's yeah. a lot. Um, If you, like, have ever known me, um, it's it looks like a lot on me, and all my roommates were, like, scared. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can mind your eyes. Um, then I'm wearing, on top, I have, like, a white crop top, which isn't so common, um, but it goes with, like, I have, like, mesh in between my shirt and the jeans, which works really well, um, and I have, like, I also have a flannel, um, which also, again, wouldn't have been my first choice, but I, like, literally don't have any, like, tight fit shirts that would have worked, like, no band shirts, um, that I like, obviously. Um, okay, and then I have, oh, I have my tooth necklace on, which, if, you probably coolest necklace ever. It's a great necklace. I feel like I've worn it for more than meets the eye before, so you've probably seen it. Um, and then I have black 
ripped skinny jeans. <gasps> Ideal. Yeah, they're like uh, the perfect jeans. Yes. Some okay. Pants, I know. Part of me is still hanging on to like my emo childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, or like emo influenced childhood. Um, I have fishnets underneath them because that's like part of the mesh. My roommate, shout out to Sabrina, gave me a cool uh, chain belt that works really well. And then, of course, classic black Converse. And, you know, I've, like, always, always my entire life had at least one pair of Converse. Usually high tops, do because high tops are more emo cool. And it's because of, like, growing up with, like, emo and, like, yeah. Yeah. Converse being a must. I had so many Converse at one point in my life. Yeah. Now I don't own a single pair. When I was, like, eight, I had these crazy shoes that I literally still have. I, this is how, like, weird I am. I still have these shoes. And they were, like, fake Converse, but they were pink and had black stars. Like, think about oh, how emo that is. That is very, like, yeah. punky, emo-y. Yeah. And I used to, like, write on them in class when I was Oh, bored. that's super, like, emo all-girl to write on your sneakers. Come on. I think in elementary school, I secretly had an emo phase. I just didn't know what it was. I think you just, like, didn't fully embrace it, but it was there. Yeah. Like, it was – I think that was that's the same for me. Like, I could have, like, fully gone into it, but, like, I, yeah. I never did. And it wasn't really, like – me going, like, oh, I want to get into this. It was me being, like, oh, look at all these things around me, I guess. I don't know. Um, okay. So, Antonella's putting on her eyeliner currently. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. We missed you all. We hope you missed us. Shout out to our fans in, like, literally Ireland. Like, hello? Like, why are there, like, we were, like, doing stats and it's, like, 20 people in Ireland listen to our show. Like, yeah. literally, like it's, Who are you? It's number two on, like, the countries in the world that's, like, listens to our podcast. Which, like, I guess it's nothing a lot, but, like, thank you for, like, listening. Yeah. If there's any cool. reason why, I mean, like, we, like DM us on Instagram. Instagram? <laughs> or, like, you can always, like, email if you have any inquiries or, like, want to, like, add something to our show. You can email us at mtmteye dot ea ea for emma and antonella at gmail.com and with great aesthetic comes great responsibility i am emma i'm antonella and we'll see you guys next time How do I end my 